This is Bleed TV, the only podcast based on shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we got The Walking Dead. This was episode eight, the mid-season finale called Evolution. Um, Did you say de-evolution? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was waiting on one of y'all to say something snarky. Man. Um, We've gone off the rails. There was no rails left, man. We were, I'm just, you know. I want, I want to love my show again. I want to love my show. And when your wife looks at you and goes, that's some dumbass shit right there. When the show is over. And then you're watching Talking Dead afterwards. And Tom Payne looks like he is smiling and giddy that he has gotten the F out of here <laughs> the entire time on Talking Dead. I was like, this is the sign. Like, this is the moment when you realize it's not Jump the Shark. It's not shit the bed. It is literally, it is literally, there is no tracks left. It's just, it's... I am um, I am almost that defeated after watching this episode. That that's what's kind of sad. It wasn't a moment that jumped the shark. It wasn't a moment that was too coincidental or ridiculous necessarily. I mean, there's uh, a few. Of this them. was a well played out plan that just shit the bed. Like it was just boring and uneventful and unfortunate that this was the character they decided to kill. And it was kind of, I mean, anticlimactic, to say the least. Well, you know, I, this is one of those things where, being the comic book reader, I knew I had a great idea what was coming. You know, like, I knew that there was humans with masks on. I knew that the, that this herd was going to move in directions on its own and different things. All that stuff. So when you're watching this show... What do you have to look forward to when you know this information? You know, so you're hoping they just do this well, okay? That's it. You just hope you they, do, they it well. do it well. I did not not enjoy the beginning when, like, I, as I predicted, they come out there, they see a herd. They went right out there to early quick and said, this herd's acting strange. I don't understand why they're doing this. And they have some confusion, and it's not a long dialogue. I was fine with that. And then Rick's like, I'm not Rick. Daryl's like, you know, we need to move on and stuff. And come on, dog. All that was fine. And I love Daryl's disbelief the entire time because yeah. he's like, there's just no way they're evolving. Exactly. And then I, I love the, the little timer, the, the clock that he the, the alarm goes off on. I love that he threw that out into the field. And I was like, okay. You know, when this started, I was feeling strong about it. <clears throat> and I was like, all right, that's good. They didn't waste time. You know, they went right into what they were going to do and the whole nine yards. Then... Henry. Henry happened. How do we get and 15 then, minutes of Henry? And then the Michonne and them getting treated like assholes at the, at the hilltop. And then more Henry. And then I'm, I'm just like, oh, and then it's Gabriel and we're, and, you know, and Negan. You know, don't get me wrong. I laughed a little bit about this stuff, but it, I was like, dude, do you realize yeah. this was 40, 30 to 40 minutes of the show was just dribble? Yeah, yeah it's, I was like, okay, yeah, all right. I was like, this is the mid-season finale. 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 I was like, get to it. You know, and so then, then when Rosita wakes up, I mean, by that time, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. I can't stand it anymore. Cause, you know, like she just, I love how she wakes up in front of people. You mm-hmm. know, like it's just, it's just so convenient that they're right there and everything else. And I'm just, I'm so struggling at this point. I'm bleeding. And then... You know, so then it gets to the meat and potatoes of the episode, and there's ten minutes left or less. Well, that's the thing is, I'm watching it recorded, so I'm fast forwarding through commercials. I see what's left. 
You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I yeah. know how much the show is left, and I know some of that is credits and on the next Walking Dead yeah. mm-hmm. and a little Talking Dead segment and all that kind of crap. Yeah, and there's so four like, minutes of there that's just like, this isn't there. Which means I have six minutes, you know what I'm saying, of that I'm about to get. And I'm just like, holy shit, nothing has happened. Nothing. Other than the, the little vignettes they keep showing of Daryl attempting to move the herd in different directions, which by the end was starting to piss me off. As cool as it seemed that, you know, he throws the timer out there, right? Yeah. And you see how far they are from the herd when he throws the timer, okay? Then we see the herd obviously go to the alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the herd is right on top of them again. They are shuffling, shambling zombies. Right. These guys, even the ones in masks, can't not take off on a jog because it won't bring the herd. Yeah. Not at the same speed, at least. So what the hell is happening in this gap, it's like fucking Jason Voorhees. Everyone's spreading as they can just stroll, and it doesn't matter how fast these three of the most athletic people in all of the, the groups yeah. somehow can't stay in front of them and and keep distance on them. It was the most ridiculous thing that I could think of. The Every entire time, time, even when they're dragging Eugene's ass around, you're faster than walking hers. You're way faster. They are moving at speed. They show it. You know what I'm saying? Like they, You see. Yeah, they get tired. I'm glad they showed that. I'm glad Eugene said, just leave me. You guys are having to take breaks and it's slowing you down. That's They're okay, t- Eugene. We're still faster than we're, zombies. We're still a bazillion times faster. Yeah, bottom line is, they don't even have to. They could just walk and let him slowly hop. And you will still maintain distance. As long as you're at the same pace as the walkers, which is speed of smell, yeah. Yeah. you're fine. They don't even have to run. And then there's a part where Aaron goes over and he's by the woods and he goes, they're right on our ass. And then we have 30 seconds of dialogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're right <laughs> on our ass. When I think asses. about somebody's on our ass, that means I could turn around and they're in an eye shot. I'm just, I mean. So even the things that I feel like, I was like, for a second there, I'm like, oh, wow. I like Daryl throwing the clock out there. Excellent idea. Made this huge gap of space and time. It's all for naught. They immediately take it away from you. Yeah. Immediately take it from you. Just so we get to see the whispers. Which, I mean, the end result kind of justifies it and everything, but there was just a better way to do it. Well, it doesn't make sense that if you threw this over here to make the whole group go over there, and you went the opposite direction, and then the very next scene you have them is, it's a new herd, and they're already right back on top of us. How'd they double back? I'm like... Oh, did, did you? No, that's the thing is they keep thinking it's a new herd because they won't believe that these are evolved. Mm-hmm. Right, but, but Eugene's telling them. No, it's the same ones, dude. They just keep coming for you. And they just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And they're just gathering more and more as they come. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, fine. That doesn't explain how they caught us. The cool factor is outweighed by the fact that, hey, man, we all understand distance and time, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't work this way. No. And they obviously do a good job of shambling with the zombies. Mm-hmm. Because if they were to start jogging, the zombies would start attacking them, or it would just not look right. Yeah, I mean, so that so it just doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't compute. It, yeah, it doesn't you know work. You can't you can't show me one thing that's genius, and the next second show that uh, we're right back on your your tail. Like it's like you said, Jason Voorhees. I mean, it's like were you tripping on your heels every time? Every single time you're tripping over the next root, and you're falling <laughs> down into a little ditch. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. falling in some mud. You know, everything. Well, I mean, maybe if they even showed that, that would make it a little bit better. But no, no. the worst we have is 
catching our breath on a broken down vehicle or no, something. No, you know what they show us? That these two strong men, no, I'm sorry, three strong men, can't pick up Eugene over a, what, six foot fence? Eugene, if you could climb that ladder he got up on the damn water oh, tower, yeah. he could get over this fence. It's ridiculous. So you're telling me, Eugene, you've lost all of your upper body strength with two people with one leg each. And when your life's on the line? And well, Okay, even if you couldn't use one leg. How many of y'all have done the interlocking hand? Yeah. Hey, give me a boost. Yeah. But like, he doesn't even have to use the leg. The other person can grab it. It's going to hurt like hell. Don't get me wrong. But you're going to be able to get over there with two people grabbing you. With your life on the line? Yeah. With your life on the line. You imagine the adrenaline going through your body? They show him on the thing. He's like he's crippled to deathly <laughs> and he can't pull himself like inches this, this is the, this is the same person that two episodes ago was carrying a freaking deer over their back a deer on his back and you're telling me you can yeah. no longer get over a six foot completely flat fence like it, it's just not i i can't believe it it's ridiculous before we get to the very end let's talk about a couple of things in the middle of the episode why in the hell was Michonne and them disarmed? How about Bochick? What's your business here? It's like, bitch, bitch, I'm Michonne <laughs> from the kingdom. Who the hell are you even talking to? Yeah, really. What's your business here? I did all of this. Uh, Everything the that we had here alive is because of me and my husband. So yeah, about that. And I wouldn't. I didn't like the scene of Magna saying, "If I was them, I'd have a bow and arrow pointed right at us." Well, we're pretty and good then, people. And what do you know? Bochick <laughs> pops up over the thing. I'm just like, Jesus. And then he's like, drop your weapons. And she's like, <coughs> I just got these back. What another dumbass yeah. line. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, does that mean something different? We should just stop because you just got your stuff back? It was like, do you even really have weapons, Magna? Like, let's be real. We see what you're working <laughs> you with here. Little, you know, jewelry bag, your satchel, little you know, blades. You know what was sad? Is the one thing that, like, like, I got, like, pride out of was the fact that the bottom of michonne's sword is attached to her belt yes with the clip and i was like that's excellent that, that's how it what, should what a great idea <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like that's that's good good writing good planning and yeah, stuff yeah. like that like absolutely she runs all the time that thing would be flopping all over unless you have a nice little Clip right there, and the fact that it's, it's on the. Do you think it was as good as engineering as the hubcap that Jesus wears? When <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no. But we're at the hilltop, and so they let them in, and it's not even like a "Hey, good to see you." It's you know, like I said, yeah. what's your business here? It's like Tara's upset and everything. Like Tara, the most jolly person we have on the show, and everything. Yeah, is red all sunglasses, negative, chewing Twizzlers and shit. Tara. It's just a, a huge raging bitch all of a sudden. Yeah. For Which, no reason. Awesome enough, they gave us no reason for the scars on their backs. Nope. No reason why all no the... No explanations. No explanation why the camps are all broken apart now. Why she won't go to the fair. Why Carol's yeah. upset. All this stuff. What, like that. Her, your, what horrific decision did Michonne make that made everybody mad? Doug, where Michonne is like, look, I get that people weren't going to like me and everything, but at least they're alive to hate me. Michonne, what was this decision? What did you do? Yeah, th yeah, this is clearly... If you're going to give us 30 minutes of dribbly garbage time on the television show... With no I, explanation. With yeah. no explanations? That's If you want to fill that time, give us the backstory on why everybody's fucking pissed at Michonne. Exactly. And also, I'm going to assume Carol has one of these exes. I want to know if she does. Well, like, Just... why You have eight episodes this season. And the last three are of the six-year time jump. 
and we got almost zero information of the last six years. There's nothing. Yeah, there's we almost nothing. zero. We got zero. All we got was you see what Judith looks like, you know, and, the atrocity of Judith, and that everybody is separated, and the new Names jobs and, that well, and, the, and Maggie left. I mean, Enid was already in the doctor role. Yeah, they were already training her and stuff like that. So no new news there. Yeah. You know, Aaron I mean? already lost his arm. You know, Aaron lost his arm. Knew about that already. Which I thought they cut his arm above the elbow. I guess they didn't. I thought from the thing they show it, I thought he was caught in like in the bicep region, but I guess I might be wrong. No, I don't think he were. I think the show just thought it would be easier to do it below the elbow. Well, they definitely show his elbow. Yeah, yeah they show his elbow. They show his elbow in it. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'm just. I think it was below. The, maybe I think, it's his I forearm. I think it was in the forearm. Okay. I think because we were pissed because she cut right into the middle of the wound. When it was broken, if you remember, and that wasn't a death. I definitely remember the <laughs> this, stupidest cut ever. Yeah. Uh, um, so that so that's nothing new. Uh, okay, Daryl's by himself. No, okay, but we don't. But we we we, we don't know, know why. Well, we know that he's been out looking for Rick for a long yes. time. Yeah, you don't have to live out there to do that. Exactly. So that and he that, had periodic stops at Hilltop, and then he just stopped coming all. And together. of course, we had Gandalf's hair. I mean, uh, Carol. <laughs> but and, and, all of the the shit seems to be weighing on Michonne. Yeah. Michonne has done something to save lives and Alexandria, but antagonize the other colonies. To where it's just trade, and that's all that they do. And they're talking about uh, Oceanside like they're separate too. I don't even know if they exist. Well, they, I mean, they talk about it. Or it's all fishermen and stuff, and it's all women. Well, That's part of women. the garbage Henry yeah. story. You know, and the funny thing is, is in the comic book, they when they do when they have this time jump in the comic book, Michonne's not at any of the camps. Michonne is one of the people who goes out onto a boat, like a vessel, like a pirate ship, and go fishing to bring back food and like that. And Jesus, the, I'm glad they didn't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, where's everybody going to Michonne? They're like, we're going to we're going to go and see, and they have to just makeshift dock and like that. She already looks enough like Captain Jack. We don't need <laughs> yeah. her. Oh, God. Come back with that one braid and everything. Yeah, she's got a fucking she's got feather hanging off. off of it. And <laughs> so, well, the comic book does it right, but there's no way the show could do it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, putting a ship out there and filming that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I've got no faith. Um, <laughs> It'd have to be a John boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> God. But, yeah, okay. But it, what I'm saying is, the intriguing questions you have didn't get answered. There's no satisfaction. We're not answered in a mid-season finale that they decided to put a large Henry story in. Yeah, that I could care less about. No one cares about. Yeah, anybody a thud of ooh, Amy is really pretty. And then oh, she's kissing on the home dude. Game yeah. over. Moving on. Were they are they gonna try to create some drama there? I guess. And then the whole... That dude will dominate one, Henry. One, <laughs> one hit of white lightning, and he's drunk. Yeah. Oh, one he's hit. drunk. He's drunk. Uh, Look. An old girl fuck. is a little tipsy, too, apparently, and she's putting the moves on him. Oh, yeah. She was ready. Oh, he's, man. he's just blind to that one. <laughs> Get the white lightning blind. <laughs> yeah. Another pretty girl, they put some uh, whack glasses on her. Like, oh, she's average looking, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, glasses make you just average now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like that whole. I'm like, okay, this isn't college frat back in. Yeah, but two cheese ball dickheads. You yeah, know, exactly. I'm just like, oh, well, we're gonna get you in trouble, bro. <laughs> Man, this is what you How do for these fun. These two guys survived the apocalypse for like seven years. You know what I mean? Well, let's say they've been I there more than half faith. their life. Zero faith in how some of the people on the show made it to where they are today. 
You know what I mean? Because if we have strong characters and this, that, and so on, that can't couldn't live nomadic lives, and have been part of four or five you know, communities that have fallen, I mean, this this survived. This yeah. made it. This is in the gene pool now. Yeah, you know, we, we've seen cabins where people were preppers and <laughs> didn't make it, and they've gunned themselves down exactly. in their own homes. <laughs> but you know, we got seventy-year-old Johnny out here picking something in the in front gardens of the hilltop, you know, like that. Like, yeah, how'd you make it? You know what I mean? Like, there should be a dynamic of a certain level of people that survive and what they should look like and what their abilities should be like that. And when you look at you know Jackass 1 and 2 who's got white lightning, you're like, hmm. I mean, he ran away when Henry fell into the hole and stabbed the walker in the head. How many of you thought that Henry's going to be stuck in the hole? Oh, 100%. I was like, why is Henry even diving into this hole to kill the walker? That pole is six feet long. Just stab it down in there. Good to go. Yeah, we talk about a pain in the ass to get out of. Yeah. That hole. Yeah. We've seen it. But he was drunk. That's very unfortunate. We've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's drunk, screaming at the gates, let me in. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But also, how's he getting out of that hole? You know he's grabbing the mud, that old dipstick, <laughs> just pissed all over. And it's like, great. This yeah, is my way out. I Man, I, man. I'm struggling, man. I mean, like, w- what in the hell did we need this storyline for at all? We Zero. Didn't. It was complete fluff and filler i mean one of the first things i texted y'all was man it's really weird we don't have an hour and a half long episode and then i started the episode it was like oh we don't have a 20 minute long episode well wow. not not with all that shit yeah why are we working so hard to make henry a character i don't know because he's gonna he's going to take carl's spot that is the only thing only reason i can no. think of no, no for why we are pushing this hard to make henry a character no they're not i mean like they've already made judith the replacement uh, based on how she dressed and she has the hat carl was synonymous for wearing the hat all the time so then when the hat transfer thing happened not to mention she has the same ideals as carl yeah it's, I mean, then there's zero reason to push he, henry this hard exactly like to me it's like let's make sure we love and love and love like this so that he can have a horrific death and have, you know, Carol and Ezekiel fall apart. But I mean, we're not going to care when Henry dies. That's the problem. Well, I mean, this would be a fist bump for us. It's not that. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to give a shit when Henry dies. Carol and Ezekiel are going to give a shit when Henry dies. All right. I mean, because bottom line is, so far, we have talked a lot of SHIT about this episode. But if you go to a lot of the social groups we're with, when they talk about Walking Dead, there's a large group of people who said these, this was a 9, a 10, a phenomenal mid-season finale. So awesome. This, that, are so on. And I feel sorry. That they feel this way when there's so much good TV out there. There's too it, much. There's yeah. too much good television to think this is a 9 or a 10. Anywhere even close. It's not even a 9 or 10 on Walking Dead standards. It's not no. even a 6 on Walking Dead standards. Dude, people forget like you go back awesome to Walking Dead yeah. episodes. Oh, yeah. I mean, forget them. They just forget them. I mean, season 1, incredible. Season 2, the farm shit, I understand, was boring as hell. But half of season two was excellent. The second half of season two was great. When you got to season four, that was really good. Yeah. There the was prison stuff and when the prison fell, all that stuff was great. Minus the governor backstory. But um, I'm just saying all this stuff had super tense. Good stuff. But my thing is when you did used to have nine or ten quality Walking mm-hmm. Dead quality episodes, it was like to now think that what we just watched is on the same level. Is that is just shameful. Yeah. I mean, it literally is shameful. Because this, I was, I mean, no bullshit. I know I hate this show a lot at this point, but 
90 percent of this sh- this episode i gave two shits about well and yeah. then the 10 percent that i was interested in still had flaws yeah think about this if you were a true walking dead fan so think about the situations of season one two three for all those things like that did you ever feel like something was created just to create a cool moment you'd never had those situations in the early seasons for the last four seasons, five seasons, it's like, how do we create something new? How do we set our soul on? Let's forget if it's plausible if we get from A to Z. Let's just go ahead and make it where Z can happen so we have a cool moment. And people are just supposed to forget it's not plausible to get there. Or you jump the shark way too much to, for that to happen. And think about this episode. Since when do we have a storm that creates the fog level that we have there's no rain. There's no nothing. It's just low-level fog, and you happen to walk into a cemetery of all places. And then the fact that you bring it up. I mean, it like, up, it just, why? That I mean, re-makes me how angry I was that these walkers were able to continue to track everybody through this fog. Because they can't even see where they're going. It's so like, the fact that you are following them perfectly and gaining ground. But my problem is, weren't you pissed they were using those fucking flashlights? Yeah. Weren't you pissed once they had Eugene that they were still waving those flashlights around? Now, if I was Eugene, I'd be having a fucking come apart. Turn the damn flashlights off. You guys don't get it. These guys yeah, are different. different yeah. You know what I mean? But the whole time, I'm just like, guys, if I can see you, then and the flashlights are unnecessary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you're holding on to me and we can't get separated, we don't really need these flashlights anymore. Yeah, I... I I don't know, man. I just like, I get so frustrated because the fog. Cause I'm trying to remember when it rains and it's foggy. Like, is that a normal thing? Am I, am I confused? Maybe no. I am literally stupid. I could be stupid. You, I don't remember. We it. live in the same geographical region as the show is supposedly developed or as in it's supposed to be and so on. Well, it's and north it's, of us now, but still, still, we live in the Delta, which holds fog. Yes. Okay. And I know when it's foggy. Anytime we leave in the morning to go to work. But it's never a fog that you can't see 10 feet in front of you. Well, it has been, but never in the rain. Or never from a a lightning storm. Because they showed you there was a lightning storm. You know, I just don't know, man. I I don't know. That fog's just not going to exist in the circumstance that they wanted. over 25 years, and I've never walked in an area... At any time, at night, daytime, anything like that, there was a fog that you couldn't see 15 feet in front of you like this show represented. Now, I get that is for effect and to make this more scary, this sort of stuff, and I can live with that to a point or so on. Can you live with it that it's in a fucking graveyard? That's no. the part that drove me nuts. Like him being out there at that barn and hiding in the spot, okay. Them going here and this and so on, that's fine. To me, like them going through a cornfield that had empty rows and that fog was down, where by you just turning to your left and coming back to your right, somebody could literally be there and that could be scary as Would hell. Would have been great. But it, you corn, know, you know. corn. That's better than a graveyard. But I'm saying, where the fuck would the corn come from? Right. Is what I'm saying. I mean, like, yeah, okay. No one's cultivating is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying something... <laughs> where the fuck did the graveyard come from? I mean, Whatever. I don't mind there being a graveyard somewhere, but isn't it tropey? It isn't is. Isn't it cheesy oh, that they ended up in the graveyard? Tropey. And then as soon as they couldn't get Eugene over that tiny little wall, I was done. Eugene was just wasted. He just couldn't do it. I, I was just like, come on, guys. 
And then the gate, of course, the gate's got mud built up on the bottom of it or whatever like that, and they can't slide it up. And I'm like, dude, if all three of y'all put your shoulder in that thing, it's coming open. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. If my life depends on getting this gate open. Or climbing a wall. Or climbing a wall. I'm going to get a running start at least and throw my body into this gate. Like You'd get over the wall, no problem. Oh, absolutely. That's, here, here's your next problem. And so on. Guess who shows up in a location that nobody knows you're there? Oh, no, there's flashlights. They're yeah. beacons. <laughs> no, there's no reason why Michonne should know where they are. Well, Rosita's taking them, and she says, I know where they are. And she knew where the barn was. The barn. Okay. The barn. And we didn't get far from the barn. Did we? <laughs> like, I mean, That's if the these thing. walkers are still there. We don't know. We don't know. Space and time does not exist here. Yeah. You just fold the paper in half. The holes come together. It's a wormhole. <laughs> okay, Inception. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, whatever. Even, even if you get past the cheese ball shit, you get past somehow they can't get Eugene over this wall. Uh, but in, even uh, past uh, all of this, we have the gate open. We're all here. Jesus, why are you staying to kill these walkers? There's no reason. All you have to do is go just, out the gate. And close, close the, the gate. gate. Just close, close the gate and you're gone. You're put, home free. Put his stupid shovel up against the gate. These things are done. It doesn't even matter. You just reclose the gate because we know walkers can't open gates. Like if someone tries to open this gate, it's all exposed. And it's just, <sighs> I, I, I can't all understand right. it. Let's get to the death. So cool little melee of him kicking, swiping, cutting, heads open, the whole nine yards, boot stomping. All that was fine. Okay. It was phenomenal. I, I was like, yay, we finally get to see more Jesus in action. This is what I look forward to moving into the seasons. <laughs> no more yeah. of that. Um, so let's talk about the walker that dispatches or the human in the walker skin. Jesus swings this sword to his back and he ducks like non-visually seeing the sword come at him. I rewound this because I, I don't was like, remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I, so Jesus kills one walker. And this guy has his back to you. The reason they do that is because you don't want the viewer to see the face that you could maybe see that it's a mask. Okay? And he swings the sword, and this guy ducks blindly. So it's a whiff. Mm-hmm. Grabs Jesus and turns around and takes his own sword, which, by <coughs> the way, is at least a two and a half. It's, foot a, sword, it's a long blade. And puts it through his back, through his chest, and out through the top of his left peck. Okay? quite a severe plunge of a knife or a sword, whatever like that. And basically, you know, and dispatches him, kills him. And to everybody's dismay and Aaron screaming bloody murder and the whole nine yards. Um, and voila. So it's cool. I struggled with the whole, I blindly duck to with. Yeah, Cause I mean, Jesus doesn't go in screaming or anything. He's still coming up silently. Well, I, it's like I I thought would happen that he would try to nonchalantly kill yeah he would a walker that would have you're been, underestimating what you're right yeah. because it's like ah, I've killed a thousand of you yeah which is what we like to see I mean we like to see this yeah he but, should underestimate it but he, it wasn't that he underestimated it well he just he's used to dispatching these things yes yeah, but I mean it was just like Zach said. He blindly dodges this thing, bending forward, and has no way of knowing that it's coming. It's not could, like this I is an advanced could, fighter. 
I think the effect could have worked just as well if, he if he's staring at him. Yeah. If you just make it where the camera angle makes it look like his, his face is darker, you can't see much. It looks cool when it happens. It does, because it's stunning, because you're like, wait a minute, Walker's not supposed to be able to do that. And then but nobody's supposed to be able to do that, is the problem. And Jesus <laughs> yeah. is one of the best fighters we've ever seen on the show. Like, he's a skilled person. If Jesus did that, I would be in disbelief. Well, see, the problem is, is... Jesus is a likable enough character on this show that I don't much care for a lot of characters that it didn't enhance my want to watch any more of this show. It pissed me off. It pissed me off and depleted even more. And the bigger problem is we lost Maggie without a real send off. Jesus is the so-called leader. Now Hilltop is left in terror's hands. Well, now now Hilltop's going to be, Another political situation I can see coming. Yeah, and we're dropping the six new people off there. One of them could end up being the leader. Uh, no way about no that. Way, but well, I mean, I say no way, but Jesus, with everything that's been left at Hilltop, no one's ever ran. We are running out of characters we care about in the slightest. I don't even know I cared <laughs> about Jesus. Like that was the problem. That's the thing. It's not. It's not like Jesus was like top of my list. Give a shit. But of the ones we had left, he was one of the better ones. He's one of the better characters. Yeah. I mean, we built him up so high these three episodes. And not to mention, what? he has a lot to do if you're a comic book reader. <laughs> and all that's gone now. <laughs> not, not even the comic well, book. They're giving that to Aaron now, it looks like. Aaron's going to be his replacement. It's It seems. But Aaron's not even Hilltop. Do we believe? No, that- I know. But I'm talking about, if you're looking at people that are just like, Replacement. Okay, I see what you're saying. Conscience. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Fill the hole. Fill the hole. Fill the void. Yeah. Well, uh, Aaron can't anymore. All of his loves keep just getting dropped off left and right. Yeah. All right. Do we believe that this was part of the story or he, that Tom Payne was ready to go? I think he was ready to go. It seems really abrupt um, for Jesus' character. It really did. It's not like they... It's not like a lot of other characters where they always like do something to build him up, build him up, build him up to kill him and give you this impact. I thought this fell pretty flat um, to kill Jesus at this moment because I just didn't think it was the right time. Yeah, I, I think you get the same effect and you could have a much less character. Could have really? been Aaron. Like, I mean, uh, if they would have killed Eugene in the same moment, I'd have been more devastated. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you need Eugene for a lot of things that are going to happen in the show. I mean, Eugene's got. I mean, you say a good that. longevity on the show. You said that, but I we hope. needed Carl. I hope we needed so. Rick. You're right. We needed though. Jesus. That's huge. Carl is the Walking Dead. He was. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you're a comic reader, the the story is really about Carl. Yeah. Well, yeah, he becomes the focus. Right. And it's like, okay, you kill him. Stupid. Whatever you want to do. You decide Judith, nine-year-old ass, can do it. I guess I'm just saying I, I didn't have the impact that I think the show was hoping for when no. Jesus was killed. I mean, uh, I think, honestly, Negan's going to take a lot of the stuff. Like, I think we're going to turn him good, and he's going to take a lot of these leadership roles that we're missing. Okay, we didn't talk about this. So Gabriel's his therapist trying to talk some humanity into him or whatever. Yeah, with his bowl of sound there. <laughs> Well, yeah, the uh, meditation. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't know what it was. And but Cleaning the bedpan. I'm like, is this a Gabriel job? Cleaning bedpans? No. No. It's just not, is it? No. It's like, how you, can I come up with a funny? Hey, here we go. <laughs> yeah. You're giving Negan way too, ami- too, way too much. My shit molecules are in your nose. Blah, 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 blah. It means you're tasting it all. You know? Okay. 
There is a guy, they're smart enough, there's a guy who cuffs Negan to the bars mm-hmm. when he comes in to clean his bedpan. But this is not the guy, apparently, who locks the door. I'm, I'm just calling horse shit left and right on this. <sighs> like the horse shit in the pan? or They in- show the guy standing there staunchly, even when Gabriel charges out of the, the thing and slams the door. He's just standing there. It's not they don't show him leave with Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That's clearly the guy with the keys. <sighs> you got one job. You ever seen those memes? <laughs> you had one job. I, I, I'm trying to think of something. You know, in the nothing. comic, you uh, Negan convinced a lower-minded individual that was on the outs in Alexandria to open the gate for him. Right. And then when he does... He doesn't leave, but leaves the door open to show that... I could have left. I could have left at any time, but I did. I want you to know that I'm not planning on going where I'm a changed person, this, that, or so on, as a way of starting his mind development play on the people of Alexandria and so on, <coughs> which thus gives him a little bit of help and trust toward the point where Rick you know, comes to a situation where they need him to do something. No, no, no. You don't understand. Until I had to fast forward... To the next part of the end of the show, I thought they were going to have to. They were because, uh, like I said, I go to fast forward. I see how much is left on the episode. Yeah. But at that moment, I was like, "Oh shit, Negan's going to end up helping them in some form or fashion at the end of this episode, saving a life, or you know what I'm saying, doing something, redeeming himself in a good way." Yeah, something good was going to happen. To help Negan's favor, because he right? said like what 16 minutes or roughly probably in the episode after they let him out. I think, like you said, there was a good bit of time to where it was plausible that Negan was going to. Have it was plausible, plot. but the thing was, is once I once I hit that next fast forward, and he wasn't part of it, and it's it was like, only uh-oh. like four or five minutes left, and it's like, oh shit, now we're running out of time. Yeah, you know, it's going to make yeah. the finale where maybe he does save somebody's life, and then it cuts off. And be like, okay, that makes more sense to me, I guess. Trying to move forward with this character. It's, it's horseshit coincidence. Well, I mean, it's just like you can't leave eight huge questions unanswered going and leaving a midseason finale. Oh, but the problem is they show a preview for next season. Oh, yeah. And it shows all the people that are trapped in the fucking graveyard right as rain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh. Why are we scared then? <laughs> like, what was the no whole fear anymore? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they leave us. <clears throat> They're surrounded. Yeah. Whisperers everywhere. Yep. You know, I'm just like, oh, well, they just get out, I guess. They just get out. <laughs> the horses magically come and rescue them. I, I mean, I don't. I don't, man. I, and if Rosita I is this scared leaving, why are we not leaving with our biggest guns? Like. Well, she doesn't, give, she doesn't even explain to them what's going on. She a, just, they just don't understand. They don't understand. Out the doors to go. Like now, she just woke up from a severe heat stroke or exhaustion, or well, not a heat stroke, heat exhaustion, just dehydration. Basically, just a terrible human, just <laughs> bad genes. Uh, well, bad I mean, blood. she was nice enough to leave Eugene's little uh, underground basement or whatever covered. No, she did a great job of hiding Eugene. Yeah, that was um, it. The rest of it, eh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't like Eugene saying that the herd's come back three times already tonight. I'm just like, come on. 
Like, There's only so much time. Yeah. We know how slowly like they can't be following our group and circling this thing all at the same time, Eugene. Yeah, I mean they did a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, the the preview for the next, you know, half season yeah. is like they just showed too much. It's just stupid. Which is why they show quite a bit. They literally show you they show things. Negan at the old sanctuary. I mean, I'm like, well, come on. Like he got how far? <laughs> you know, unnoticed. He got out of fucking Alexandria, first off. Yeah. And there's supposed to be anything left at Sanctuary? And well, we know how long it takes it's to just travel. A shell, I'm sure, because the people, the only saviors that were left, yeah. were, uh, Carol roasted them. Well, it looks like a shell anyway, judging by the trailer. But you think we know how long it takes to travel now. You think they're not, he's not going to find his bat? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Which is not at the Sanctuary. It was at the field where they battled. It's at the yeah. field. So it's like, yeah, because Michelle literally tells the elements him, for six six years that bat's in trouble, and I think Rick burned it too, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I think Michonne did say it was burned and everything. Um, but also, I to go back to the graveyard and everything. I do really like after they killed the whisperer that killed Jesus. That Daryl was in such disbelief that he investigated the body. And snipped away the skin to see that it was a person because he refused to believe that these things could evolve like that. And the fact that they had that little bit of detail, I was like, okay, we gave us something. The problem is they're surrounded by a herd of walkers. And they're all just down Taking there, their time, not caring. Mourning Jesus, looking into this walker and stuff like that. It was an entire herd. Jesus and them kill maybe 10. I would say 10 at max. And they're sitting there talking about it's over 140. And then they said it's doubled since then. Where the hell are they? Well, you remember Aaron said we can uh, use this as a... You have to understand, whenever there's a scene, when it's monumental emotion, walkers flee. Yeah. And when there's that much fog, you, know, you just can't Remember the Paisley see. shirt and Magna, whatever that, or so long. Remember, walkers just uh, decide to circle. I understand. And you're right. The choke point that'll yeah. slow them down and stuff like that. They show the choke point fail. Oh, yeah. The choke point just exploded. It slows, it slows them down for about three or four walkers, and then it just falls apart, and they're just walking along. So and, and I won't take first, that like, either. And those poor first walkers, man, they got stampeded. Yeah. No, those guys. Yeah. I, I, I just, none of it holds up. None of it. Not in the slightest. I, I don't care. They're picking. Storylines, characters to follow that I just don't give a shit about. And guys, that's the episode. That's the <laughs> mid-season finale right there. That was the finale. As Jake sums up, I just don't care. <laughs> and so on. And the, the crazy thing is is that you the preview, even though it shows a ton, gives you enough to actually make you look forward to parts of it. I mean, getting to see Ryan Hurst in costume and, you know, battling Daryl and then seeing um you know the bald headed person I'm not sure male or female in the comic books it's female uh you know we duck and weave through a group um to see them standing at the gate and standing outside of Hilltop you know with their masks on and all these different things like you said Negan and his whole deal there's a lot of intrigue about what's going to happen the next you know half season that comes back in February but Dare I say, they've always done a decent job of making the preview go, ooh, I can't wait to see that. And then you watch the episode and you're like, 
Yeah. That I was fuck, the first. Fuck like, that up again. <laughs> you know, that was I, like after Rick passed or he got transported away. We were all kind of hyped up for these next three episodes because that trailer looked legit. We were like, okay, there's a little bit of hope. I know. It. The and only thing we, we saw was Gandalf. And so, I mean, <laughs> the. Uh, and then we got three episodes of just non delivery. Yeah. Well, just non explanation. You People want to know what the hell happened. You With know, everything if you're going to do on. a time jump of six years. And the I mean, director, after he did the, I guess, seventh episode, he was like, I know y'all want to know what these X's are. We're going to tell you. We're, it's going to be a huge payoff that's going to make everything worthwhile. We get here to the mid-season finale, bupkis. no idea what these X's mean. Bupkis. Absolute bupkis. And like, you can't just keep making us wait until the next half season because you don't think we'll come back. That tells me this reveal is not going to be worth it. No, that's and, that's the thing is they only give you something worth watching ten percent of an episode, the final episodes, in hopes that you'll come back. Yeah, in the hope, please come back. This is the lowest watched season of all our history. Please come back and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we're going to keep giving you these little breadcrumbs, hoping that there's a reason to come back, but we still don't know what these mean yet. So give us more time to write it. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I truly, I'm too bored. I'm I'm too not give a shit. I, I just don't care, man. I don't, I don't care what happens to anybody. Almost like, anybody. I mean, Michonne, honestly, Michonne holds a place in your heart. The problem is, I don't like Michonne this season. Yeah. And honestly, I'll be happy if she's set free from the show. Actually, it's not that. Michonne's been fine up until these last three episodes. And it's like... They gave her I, I a role like, that just doesn't suit her. I don't like what she's that, how she's acting. But it's now just, there might be a reason for it. They'll make it okay. But you know what? They didn't give it to us. Maybe so. But it's like, if she's trying to win over any hearts or minds, she ain't doing it the right <laughs> way. <laughs> she's uh, definitely going the wrong way about this. Yeah, and... Because she should have just kept these six people. But like you said, we need a reason to come to Hilltop. And this was a terrible reason. And what did we get at Hilltop? No Maggie and a leader who ends up dying. And it was just like, and, and what's the point? That's the thing, too. I can only imagine that Maggie is returning to the show. They are hoping that her show flops and that she will come back because she has nothing left. Even that is ridiculous that she didn't get a send-off. Even if oh, it's absurd. Just hoping she comes back. You know... What's his name um, with the stick? Henry? No. Morgan. Oh, Morgan. Morgan. Morgan got a send-off. They thought he was gone. You know what yeah. I mean? They and thought they he was gone. they just moved him over their fear. He got his own episode of craziness. A few you know? of them. But, like, I mean, yeah, definitely the last one. Then then just be like, Rick, I'm gone. Yeah. And then he came, he came back. Cool. But he got a send-off. They assumed he was gone for good. New mm-hmm. show and everything. Maggie. Integral. Since season two. Just a massive character. To not get a, a send-off at all disturbs me. It's a travesty. It is a shame and like there's just no positive spin to put onto this. Just because you didn't want to give her her contract. Well, and that's how I feel about this season. There's no positive spin to put on it. I have nothing. I don't care. No. And I don't care about the movies that you want to make with Rick that aren't going to be plausible because he will move heaven and earth to get back to Michonne and Judith. Yeah, I mean, they got to do some fucking Godzilla type work. Godzilla's a man's <laughs> giant walls that he can't get out of. 
Like, it's going to have to be a biodome or something that is just physically impossible. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I'm done talking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still fearful that we're going to fe- merge with Fear of the Walking Dead. And, like, I'm just... No, I think they nixed that. No, I got to see part of the season finale on theirs, and they made a point not to, you know... That they weren't going to go there, even though that was a part of their plot line. It was a possibility. But, um, guys, you know, dare I say that I feel like we're almost done with the show. Um, uh, I think even before we started potting, we look at ourselves and we wonder why are we still potting this? Because it feels like it's a lot of negativity and that's the way it's been for basically the entire season so far. Uh, and a lot of last season, we struggled with special, you know, majority of the episodes. So um, it's it's almost turning into what I would call a hate watch. Um, and when, when one the, when we characterize our podcast as you know a podcast that covers the best shows on television, um, just because Walking Dead is maintaining the top slot of Sunday night does not mean it's one of the best shows on television. Yeah, um, I, I never want to feel obligated to watch a show. I want to be excited to watch and this show. I is Walking Dead and Game of Thrones is one of the one of the two shows that we that is what the reason we started podcasting in the beginning. Um and you know why we love what we do and so on but um we've put some feelers out there some different people and we've got some feedback and um we want to hear from you guys. Um you know if you listen to our pod consistently we really really appreciate it. Um, if we're turning you off because of negativity, uh, we, we want to know uh, if you enjoy listening to us shit on a show, let us know that as well. Um, we're really kind of seeking some guidance from you guys, um, and what you think on things. And so if you could pop us a quick message or hit us up on Facebook or an email or something and just, you know, be truthful, just be, call it what it is, you know, and let us know what you're thinking. Um, we're, 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 if you people can say you're on the fence, we're kind of leaning over the edge of the fence and, you know, is that maybe it's just that time, you know, other podcasts have dropped out. We, we didn't think we'd be thinking the same thing, but after these eight episodes, uh, the future looking bleak, um, uh, we don't know. And so we really want to hear from you guys and what you think, um, and how we want to do about things moving forward. Also, um, we're going to be changing some things up for the new year. Um, the next show that you know, we're going to be podcasting is going to be true detective. Uh, this is going to be season three. Um, we're looking forward to it. Um, season two was quite a hit and miss from season one, which we think is one of the best seasons of television in history ever. Um, and, and we really feel like we, uh, we maybe season three will come back to that greatness. Uh, so if you ever watched true detective or have heard of it or have not watched it, we implore you to watch season one. You can skip over season two. I promise it won't bother you. And join us for season three. Um, that's going to come out in January. As well as it will probably be on a podcast dedicated only to that show. Um, one of, the, one of the changes we're going to make is uh, make some individual podcasts for individual shows to try to help some things. And so be looking for those changes. We'll put that on social media and everything else. Uh, and we look forward to that. So... Uh, other than that, guys, we're just going to look forward to chatting with you guys uh, via social media and so on. Um, and I hope everybody has a you know a great Christmas and uh, and join us back when we come out in January. But unless y'all got anything else, we'll call it. Done. That's it. All right, guys. This is Bleed TV. And I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all next year.